Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to Living Better in San Diego. I'm Vicki Pepper. Inclusion and acceptance is something we all want, but those things can be particularly challenging for those with developmental or learning disabilities. Terry Inc. is a San Diego-based nonprofit bringing opportunity and hope to countless individuals and families struggling with those disabilities. And Terry Inc. is gearing up to expand even further thanks to their new campus of life. On the line with me to tell us more is Terry's founder and CEO, Cheryl Kilmer. Thank you for joining me. That's a pleasure. Thank you. Cheryl, tell us about Terry and what Terry does for individuals with special needs. Well, Terry's core mission um, for 40 years now has uh, been to establish model programs that can set standards, new standards of care and support for people with developmental and learning disabilities and, and brain injuries at this point as well. So as such, we have developed a very broad array of programs to serve as models so that we can address any need that families and individuals with these challenges in life could need. What inspired you to start, Terry? My first inspiration occurred when I was 17 years old in, at university, and a psychology teacher gave me a placement out in the community for experience and placed me with a five-year-old little girl who had cerebral palsy and epilepsy and was quadriplegic and also didn't speak. So she was living in the uh, children's ward at a local state hospital, and the conditions were appalling. I wasn't aware prior to that that those kinds of places existed. And, of course, the other thought you have when you walk into this not nice environment with, you know, teaming with children is how can our society convince families that this is the best they could do for their kids? And so that was the beginning. And her name was Yvette Champagne. And I used to say that was at that time the prettiest thing that was happening in her life. Mm-hmm. And uh, of all things, because that was a very long time ago, she, uh, her family recently contacted me because I've always told Yvette's story. And uh, over time, including in interviews and so it's published and such, and they commenced across, I believe, one of the stories. It gave them the first possibility that she was still alive because their mother had told them that she died years and years ago. I know. It was a beautiful story. They were so thrilled. And so they called me to thank me and tell me the story. And Yvette is alive and well and happy and has been living in a home out in, a, in the community for decades and decades and 
Uh, they went to, back to visit. They sent me beautiful pictures of her throughout the years, you know, dressed up for a, for a prom and her boyfriend and her friends. And just such a happy ending after all the years that I told the story and, and did share with people that I was, you know, I felt bad that I hadn't found a way to rescue her when I was 17. And Terry's done of that for all of these decades now we've started with residential programs going into the state hospitals and and bringing people back out into their home community and closer to their families and such so anyway that was a great full circle story and, and fabulous news for me and all of us to hear that that, that was not what we all thought, which was, you know, would not have survived that situation, but alive and well and happy. And look at how she inspired this amazing organization. Tell us uh, where Terry is located and what services and programs does Terry provide? Our home offices are based in Oceanside. We provide services all over the county and, and outside of the county as well. We have everything from our residential programs that I noted out in the community to um non-public schools, which are schools that are serving about 20 school districts at any given time, primarily students with autism whose schools have had difficulty serving them and, and giving them the supports they need, so they refer them to us and they bus them to us. We have adult services. We have our Center for the Arts and Adult Education where we have a couple hundred adults from throughout the county who come and attend that. And another program that teaches people who need high ratios of staff to our clientele who are behaviorally involved, that's called Choices for Adult Learning. We do respite services. So we go out to families' homes and to hundreds of families' homes and provide um, support services for the families. And we also have recreational and social programs and after school and on weekends to give that same level of support to the families. We have our own transportation program. We have a resale shop. We became organic farmers um, many years ago. We, health and fitness has been a huge priority for us, and so we, uh, we uh, actually went out and got certified as organic on our new campus land and at several of our homes and started converting our outdoor space into urban farms. So we uh, produce organic produce and use it in our homes, in our culinary programs. Just a broad array. You know, we have arts programs and the theater and fitness a gym with all the support so that we can support the greatest level of fitness possible for our clientele and our staff. Sorry, it's a long list. (laughs) But what we use all those for too is is beyond the direct services, which are so critical that we have a waiting list at every program that we have, which should never be. And we have families that travel across the country to bring their kids to us to come to our schools, to live in our homes, because there's such a huge need out there. Most important uh, or the most broad impact that we can have is by creating these models and having them impact other services or the creation of other services in our community and far beyond so that families don't have to travel across the country and relocate to bring their kids to us because they can't find something locally. So you serve children and adults. Your services aren't limited to any one age group. No, we serve all ages. And when an individual is with us and requires lifetime support, Um, which is often that we do everything within our ability and power to serve them throughout their lifespan. So we serve from birth through the end of life. I'm speaking with Cheryl Kilmer, founder and CEO of Terry Inc., which seeks to improve the quality of life for children and adults with developmental and learning disabilities. Cheryl, what are some of the benefits of having a special needs individual in a program at Terry? 
Well, always the top priority benefit is the quality of the services. So our culture is critical here, and it's focused on happiness and inclusion and finding people's strengths. And the culture is just so healthy, and our programs are noted throughout time for our quality of our services. So that's the, the very core of the benefit to any individual who attends. And then on the larger scale, again, is the modeling of quality standards so we can impact other services out there that, you know, throughout the world. We have people come here internationally now from all over the place, China, Japan, Canada, Mexico, Brazil, um, just, and we haven't advertised yet. So our new campus, we designed to be the venue that we can model quality programs and, and have a venue where we can support training of others both here in the U.S. and internationally, so they can take those standards and we can give them supports in their home communities so we can start as a society at large doing a much better job of uh, meeting the needs of people with special needs. Tell us more about that new Campus of Life in San Marcos. What impact is it going to have on individuals with special needs in San Diego? It would be huge. We designed it to be a community resource, so we're really looking to do everything from helping educate the public and the strengths and the value of our clientele, having our clientele have a place that is theirs where the community can come in and share side by side with them and learn what they can do to contribute to their own sustainability and such. I viewed it kind of as a model of sustainability in every sense of the word because we're modeling everything from building green to we live organically. We're focused on fitness and health, which is not a top priority typically out in our industry, and just an opportunity for our clients to show what they can do and contribute. It's a vocational training center, so individuals who are wanting to go out and seek employment, we're offering vocational training in in countless arenas um, because there's training opportunities and everything we've created on the new campus. So we're moving our schools and all of our course services out there. Our homes will stay where they are. And just looking to model everything possible that we can out in that campus. We've got a culinary institute, an aquatic center, 25,000 square foot fitness center with all the therapies available there. And we have a commercial kitchen and a vocational building where we're doing all sorts of vocational training. We're a performing arts building complete with a theater seating a little over 200 people and a recording studio, a fine arts building that teaches all types of art and such. And of course, our schools and such will move out there. So our school buildings will be out there. And we have about six and a half acres of organic farming. So where is the campus in its phase of completion? It already sounds like there's so much going on there, but are there plans to do even more? Oh, yes. Our campus is 20 acres, and it's located in the Twin Oaks area of San Marcos, right next to the Golden Door Spa. And we completed several years ago our therapeutic equestrian program, which has been up and operating since that time. And our prior equestrian program, we converted into a great big urban farm, complete with our organic microgreens business, where we grow to order organic microgreens for chefs around the county. Currently, we're about halfway through building our vocational center. So anybody driving by, it's very prominent. You can see it where we have also included a commercial kitchen and we'll begin launching our culinary businesses open to the public. So lots of great opportunities there. And then the next stage is our performing arts and fine arts buildings. 
which we're uh, centers, and we're uh, down at the county processing our permit. We expect to see it at any point in time. And then we're working on financing to build the rest of the campus out, the, the fitness center, the aquatic center with the Junior Olympic Pool, the Culinary Institute that will train everything from busboys to chefs in our schools, in our child development center, in our, in our administrative buildings. So we've got lots more building to do, but we're very excited that we funded this last phase with an $8.6 million phase, and we totally funded it through fundraising. And it'll be done in the summer. So we'll be opening up for business and there for the community. And all of our facilities are truly designed to be a community resource. So other segments, I don't like to look at our population that way, but other groups of people who need facilities that are in short supply in the community can come and use our aquatic center, et cetera, from seniors to vets. It's going to be a beautiful community resource. I was going to say, it seems like there is something for everyone at Terry. Yeah, that was our goal. So there there certainly is. And tons of opportunities for the community, whether they just become a customer of ours or they want to come and volunteer and learn about our population. We have a little different philosophy here, I believe, about just our society in general. I view it as we're all living on a lot of spectrums and there's nothing different, whether it's autism or OCD or are you tall or short. And if we all look at all of us, like that and appreciate people for their gifts and their talents, uh, which we discover a lot of those here, we're we're all going to be better human beings. How can a parent enroll their child in a Terry program or non-public school? You know, every program is different. Of course, they come here to apply and such. So we our homes especially have long waiting lists, again, sadly, but in our schools, Different programs have different funding and different rules about how someone applies. So the schools are certainly part of that planning process and need to approve the placement because the schools are who who pay the rate for the student who's attending. And uh, our adults, we have a system in California called the Regional Center System. So there's 21 of those in the state. And families, that's where families can go for placement opportunities and to learn about what's available out there. So... It happens in a lot of different ways, the, the placement process. I'm speaking with Cheryl Kilmer, founder and CEO of Terry, Inc., which seeks to improve the quality of life for children and adults with developmental or learning disabilities. Cheryl, what are some of the ways the community can help support Terry? Do you have a need for volunteers? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and given the conditions right now, our volunteer base is smaller than usual. So we usually have about a couple hundred volunteers at any given time various programs and volunteers can do just a plethora of opportunities you know whether they're a performing artist or a fine artist or want to help in our resale shop or they're educators or storytellers or they're farmers <laughs> there's really our equestrian our equestrian program uh, uses a lot of volunteers to help support because it's very labor intensive providing safe riding opportunities for people who typically have not ridden before so it's kind of an endless supply of opportunities for the community out there to come help. How has the pandemic affected Terry programs and clients? No, we've been really lucky, and I, I'm so proud of our team and the work that they've done. We've you know had a couple of times here where we've, we've reopened our 
schools and such in our Center for the Arts and Adult Education and had to choose to close them again. And our staff have just done this wonderful job of creating really vibrant long-distance learning opportunities. And and fortunately for us, we've developed that with an eye to the future because part of our program is to develop remote learning opportunities so we can share internationally. And so it actually is going to have some long-term value, which is beautiful (laughs) versus short-term solutions and such. So they've done great that way. Our clientele has been so impressed with the health support that our staff have provided and such. So we've had only one person just in recent times who was diagnosed and actually sick. And uh, we've been providing all sorts of supports out in the community to uh, our families and such as we can. And uh, so, again, just uh, I'm so proud of the work that our team did. They're just really pivoted as needed, and we're giving the best supports possible we can to everyone we work with. In our homes, that's home, you know, 365 days a year. So our residents are all, have been supported the entire time. And it's tough on the families because the families have had limited opportunities to visit with their kids, none of the natural ways that they're accustomed to visiting. So, but everybody's done a great job of working together. You mentioned that the new Campus of Life was funded entirely by fundraising. Do you have any upcoming events or fundraisers? Well, we're, we're always working with, you know, building relationships with people in the community to help support that cause, because it's a big undertaking. So we've raised over $22 million so far, but it's a much larger project than that, closer to $60 million. And so we're always working on that. We've certainly had events over the years, but again, given our current situation, we're not having live events. So hopefully soon, soon <laughs> again in the in the near future. Yeah. If someone wanted to make a donation or was interested in volunteering, how would they go about contacting you? We have all of that available on our website. So volunteers are, as they are anywhere, right? they're unpaid staff. So we go through a pretty thorough selection process there as well and find a good fit for them and they, they uh, actually go through the screening that our staff go through and as far as suitability and such goes. So we uh, everything's online. We're an open resource, so people have called us throughout time. We've done free consultation almost entirely for 40 years. So we're here for families. That is amazing. I've been speaking with Cheryl Kilmer, founder and CEO of Terry Inc., which seeks to improve the quality of life for children and adults with developmental or learning disabilities. Cheryl, any last thoughts? Just we invite our community to come out to contact us and come learn about Terry. We think that our work is, you know, so critical to our society. We love to take people out and show them the campus. It's under construction. The question program is wonderful to visit as well. And, uh, And we'll have a lot more opportunities to share live as soon as we get through this uh, pandemic. And give us the website? It's terryinc.org. T-E-R-I-Inc.org. Correct. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. And thank you for everything that you're doing for our community. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.